Hello and welcome to the Fiercely Awakening Podcast. My name is Dr. Tanya Holcomb, and I'm on a mission to normalize naturopathy in big, bold ways. I want you to see the world through my eyes, where extraordinary health and massive upgrades in life are always available to you. You'll be inspired to trust your body's wisdom to heal, motivated to claim your next upgrade in health and life, release what no longer serves you, and pursue what you truly desire. If you seek truth, you are on the freedom path to your greatest potential. You are Fiercely Awakening. Welcome. Hello, hello, and welcome back to the Fiercely Awakening podcast. Today is about the art of manifesting something really, really big. And of course, something really, really big to you doesn't need to be really, really big in general, right? It's just like, it's something that's been on your heart. It's been on your mind. You've been wanting it for quite some time. And like, because of that, because of what it means to you, it's really, really big. So it doesn't mean that it has to cost something more to be really, really big. I'm really excited to tell you the story. I feel like this is such a amazing manifestation story. And I also think that it's really helpful to hear stories like this so you can apply it to your own life and or see how this is already happening in your life and use my signpost as your signpost, so to speak. And what I essentially mean by manifestation, it means that you want something. You're able to see it in your mind. You visualize it. You are entangling with it. You're thinking about it. You're imagining it. You're wanting it. And essentially, you become an energetic match for that. And it happens. And when these things happen, it's just these awestruck moments of like, wait, like I wanted it and now it's here. So I had two really, really big upgrades on my personal wish list, if you will. And these have been there for quite some time. And last year I was finally like, enough is enough. We are making one of these happen. Not, I wasn't like desperate or anything like that. I was just like, I'm ready. Like I'm ready for a change. It wasn't a negative energy. It was just like, I'm so ready for this. Like, let's go, let's bring it. And so one of them was buying a cottage in the UP. And the other one was doing major renovations at our home here, which we are really ready for those major renovations. But of course, with that, it's like, there's a flip side of having your house torn apart. You know, that's a really, really um, difficult thing to navigate. And even though I want it, clearly I don't want it enough because that's the downside of it. Like, do, am I really ready to have my life in chaos for a little bit? Or how can I get more ready for that? How can I get more prepared for that? So anyway, if you've been following along with these episodes, I've already spoiled it for you. Uh, I'm sure you know by now that what came true was the purchase of a cottage in the UP. So this is that story. This is the story about how we became owners of a cottage in the Upper Peninsula in 2023. But when I really think about this, it's like I have been with my husband for 20 years. 
And there's been such an evolution to the story. And it even starts from before we got together, right? But like if we just look at when we first, when we bought our first home together, I mean, it was a foreclosure starter home. You guys, I wouldn't even go to the property and look at it before we quote unquote bought it because I knew that I would be like, Mm-mm, I do not want this. But I, I trusted my husband and he really wanted to try on what it would look like to renovate our home. And, you know, we quickly found that that wasn't really my thing. But um, when I said we're buying our next home, like I want it completely furnished. I want it completely done. Like I want to be able to move in ready. And I was joking, but not really. It was like, no, I don't ever want to have to go through major renovations like this again in this way. Um, obviously now with our house here, it's like, this is, this is our home. Like I love this place and I, I do want to give it that, you know, that life that it needs as you have homes, right? You got to continue to breathe life back into them because we take so much from them. And so I do want to do that. And clearly I just don't want to do it right now because otherwise it would happen. So anyway, uh, we bought this foreclosure starter home and we were about, I don't know, 30 minutes or so from the lakeshore. And so even though we did not have like, you know, the money, you know, to, to make things happen, we always found a way, we always found a way to make things happen. And we bought a boat and for whatever reason during this phase of our life, like we had like dreams of like sailing around the world. And I was even like following bloggers that, that did this for their life. And it just was so intriguing. So anyway, we bought a boat, not a sailboat, but we did buy, you know, a a boat to slip at a marina where we could sleep at. And, um, the year that we bought the boat, it was like the coldest summer of all summers. And, uh, we tried it on though. You know, we were, we were committed to being boaters and there were so many learning curves with that. And, you know, I found out I was a terrible co-captain. I hated having to, you know, park the boat anywhere. I don't even think that's the right word, but it just would give me such like, oh, racing heart to have to navigate that or to help navigate that rather. But we truly had so many amazing memories and, we slipped it at the marina uh, for a couple years. We did where we trailered to different destinations. One of my favorite memories was the year that we took it to uh, Mackinac City and then we drove it to the island and we slipped it right outside of the Pink Pony at that marina and we spent the day just like hanging out under the bridge. It was just so amazing. So we had so many, so many memories with that boat and Honestly, like now that I'm telling you this story, it's really interesting because we bought the boat. We had the coldest summer ever when we were dreaming of hot boating days. And we just bought this cottage dreaming of so much snow, more snow than we could ever imagine. Like we got snowshoes for Christmas. Like we were dreaming of snow and it's been like so little snow, like so, so little snow. So it's very interesting. But anyway, um... We had the boat, we did the boat thing, and then for whatever reason, we got super into kayaking. And so we just fell in love with kayaking and fell in love with the Manistee River. And I was like, I wanna have a place on the Manistee River. And somehow, some way, uh, we made that happen. We bought property 
on the Manistee River. And even though, like, again, we could not afford it, I have no idea how we figured it out, but we did figure it out because there's always a way. We put in these incredible stairs, and I just loved running these stairs because it was a quite a, a steep um, from where the property was down to the river. It was pretty steep. And so anyway, we put in these beautiful stairs down to the river. And we had a camper, and so we would stay up there on the river. And so we tried that on. And it wasn't too long after that that I got pregnant, and it just like changed the vibe. It's like, mm, I just don't really see us coming up here with a little child. Like, I don't see us having the same, you know, desire to do this. So, Anyway, we sold the river property and then I think there was a gap between doing stuff, you know, we were calibrating to becoming parents and as you guys know, that wasn't, you know, the easiest journey. Um, and at some point, you know, my husband, he got a great deal in a motorhome. We tried that on, we sold it, probably rented some Airbnbs in the mix of that. Then we got another wild deal on a motorhome. My husband loves to find deals. He loves looking for stuff and he's really good at it. Um, so we tried that back on. We did the whole motorhome thing again and then we sold it. And along the way, as we're trying on these different things, it's like we are looking for the feeling of what feels like home. Like what is the thing? Like we're looking for that key to like go into that lock. And when we had the motorhome, you know, and traveling to different destinations, we would kind of just like daydream, like, oh, what would it be like to have a cottage in this area or a cottage in this area? And so at one point, we were really thinking, you know what, we'll build a cottage at some point, you know, a couple hours from us, it'll be north of us. Um, it will be in more of a isolated area, but it won't be too far from home. And so we were kind of playing with that. And we even had a realtor, we were looking for property. Again, we weren't like ready, ready, but we were interested. We were keeping that door open. And along the same time too, we were making different trips to the Upper Peninsula. Um, Adam's parents have a cabin up there, so we would go up there maybe a couple times a year um, and spend some time up there. And as we continue to do this and Bryce continued to get older, one year we were driving back and Bryce was just saying like how much he loved it in the UP. And he's like, I don't even care how long this drive is. Like, I just, I love it so much up there. And, you know, at this point at, in his age, like he was getting into the fishing up there and into, you know, wanting to hunt up there and, you know, those different types of activities. And so I remember turning around and looking at him because he was in the back and I said, why do you love it so much? And he said, it just feels like home. It just feels like home. And it was in that conversation that really grounded us into the direction that we were moving into. And so instead of this wishy-washy energy of like, maybe we'll have a cottage here, maybe we'll have a cottage here. Like we always toyed with the idea of the UP, but then we'd be like, it's so far away. So how often would we use it? <clears throat> and then we also were kind of wishy-washy and like, you know, the timing of this and would this be a rental property? My husband was very certain this would be a rental property and I was less certain about this being a rental property. And so anyway, we knew that if we wanted this to happen sooner, it would be a rental property. That would make sense, right? We, it would make sense for us to purchase something that also was bringing in money. And so 
Anyway, it was like that conversation that really started to anchor in the direction of where we were moving to. So the search began, you know, like we just really could all agree that the UP was a vibe of itself and that even though it is further, it is worth the drive. It is always worth the drive. And so I wanted to paint that story because it's really important that we allow ourselves to try on different things, to dream, to try it on, to try on something else, to try it on again. And I think so often people are afraid to try on things because they think that A, that if they don't like it, they made a horrible mistake. Or B, that if they try it on, then it's something they have to have forever. And that couldn't be further from the truth. Like we have done so many different things and fallen in love with these different phases and then being like, okay, that that phase is done. And it's just really allowing ourselves to have the phases, to move through the phases, to be okay with trying it on and being like, okay, we tried that on and wasn't exactly for me. I mean, we, we still love going to the boat show. We're actually going tomorrow to the, the boat show. And this has been something that we have loved doing, even though we don't have a boat. Like when we've had a boat, the boat show was really relevant, right? We were, we were boaters. And now when we go to the boat show, I mean, my husband does want a boat and and I would too for our cottage, but it's not like we need a boat. It's just more so of like being in that energy, being in that place. Like when you step on those huge boats, you're like, can you imagine having a boat like this? It's just fun. It's just a playground for imagining different, different phases, different, different uh, energies to be in. So anyway, I really think that is part of the joy of living is to be okay with phases being short or long-term. It's, it's, you've experienced it. It's like, you may say like, I want to travel the world. And then you travel to a couple places and you're like, okay, well, no, that's not what I really want to do. I mean, literally I have no interest of being on the ocean and sailing the world. But for a second, I was playing in that. And it felt fun. And then I was like, what? That is not, no, no, thank you. No, 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 that is not me. I, I really like the earth way too much to uh, be in the ocean. But that doesn't mean that there isn't, you know, like you could still see there could be joy in that. You know, maybe, maybe we could go on a cruise. Maybe that would be fun. Actually, I don't really like cruises. Okay, let's not do that again. But then maybe I'll go on this cruise and this cruise would be a different experience. It's like whatever it is, keep trying it on. Don't be afraid to get it wrong and don't make it mean that you have to have it forever. So as we became more clear and we're like, okay, like the UP it is, you know, my husband is the the one that's looking and he would, you know, present different options to me and it would be like, mm, no, mm, no, mm, no. And there was this one that I was like, mm, maybe, okay, that's a, that's a maybe. And so it was there for a while. Well, in 2023, we were coming back from Jamaica and we were on a plane and I sat next to this mother and she had a child. He was a teenager and he um, was autistic and she was very, very concerned for him because he had a tendency to lock himself in the bathroom and it just was a really high anxiety uh, trip, you know, for her. 
And so I had lent her my My Health device, which is a frequency device, and uh, just kind of was talking about like the different um, frequencies to help bring chill. And so we had chill, we had ESR, there was just different ones that uh, we were playing with. And it was amazing because her son did absolutely incredible on that trip. So anyway, she was sharing with me that they had just bought her dream cottage. And I was like, oh my gosh, where? Like we, we have a dream cottage in mine too. And she was like, oh, in the upper peninsula. And I was like, oh my gosh, like that's where we want to have a cottage. And she looked at me right in the eyes and she was like, it's, it's going to happen soon. I can feel it. And it was just such a moment for me because she was so convicted that she didn't know me, but she was like, it's happening for you. I can feel it. And I just love that energy so much because I believed her. And I think when we hear people say certain things and it, and it feels like that feels like truth, that feels expansive. I'm going to plug into what you're saying. That's how we get super fast upgrades. And so from that conversation, I knew that was a God conversation that was not by accident. I don't believe in accidents anyway, right? That was not just a random coincidence. Like that was for me. And I was there for her, right? And we had a moment. And so I took that moment and we just kept dreaming. Like, okay, we're dreaming as if this is really happening now, which is a different level of dream. It's like, okay, this was like we were playing with the idea. Now it's game on. Like this is happening. We do not know how this is happening. We do not know the unfoldings of this, but it feels like this is indeed happening. And every time we would tell somebody, it still felt like, is that real? Like we would tell people like, yeah, we really want to get a place in the UP. It would feel like, are we just dreaming or is this real? You know, I'd have those moments of like, is this really happening? And when my husband says it, it feels so much more real than when I say it, you know? And so when I'd hear him say, I'm like, wow, this is like really happening. Like we're really, we're really manifesting this together. So we were in the UP, I don't know, in the fall, I guess it was, of that year. Was it that year? Oh, I don't know. Maybe Maybe I'm getting my time mixed up, but we were in the UP at a certain time. Must have been the fall before that. Must have been the fall of before the plane ride when we were still dreaming about this. When we were we were dreaming about this happening. Before we were really clear on the dream. Yeah, that's what it was. It was the fall before that, that plane ride. Um, but we were out ranger riding. We kind of went on a date night and we were just kind of like, at this point, our dream wasn't big enough. Okay. So, um, this was before the conversation on the plane. So we were just dreaming and it was just like a baby dream. And so we had like a baby version of what this could look like. And we, my husband went to pull up on this property to like look at and say, well, maybe we could like build something like here. And when he did that, we actually tipped over the ranger, which was very jarring and very scary to be like hanging up in the air, tipped over. Um, and it happened in slow motion. It was the craziest thing, but I knew in that moment that that was like the universe being like, smack smack dream bigger like I walked away from that experience like thank you for my seatbelt right like nothing had happened it was you know pretty easy to 
get it back over and all that kind of stuff. And obviously it's a very, very well equipped machine that's meant for playgrounds, not necessarily meant for tipping, so to speak, but it can handle it. Um, and we were going, we weren't even barely moving. Right. So it wasn't like a high speed thing. It was like, boop, boop, tipped over. Um, but I knew it was a, like a love smack for us to be like, whoa, 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 whoa. I gave you guys a dream and you guys are really downplaying this thing. Like go so much bigger because at this point in the conversation, we were talking about like building a hut, you know, is what it felt like. And then after that, it was like, oh, we need to be dreaming so much bigger. And so again, we get to make meaning of the things that happen in our life. And I could have taken that and made so many different things of meaning, but I took what came right to my heart in real time because I was like, what was happening is we were talking about downplaying our dream, right? We were dreaming less than what we were. And in that moment, I knew that this was a sign to be like, oh my gosh, wake up, you two dream bigger, you know? So I took that and we ran with it. So we uh, started working with a realtor and uh, well, kind of sort of working with a realtor. I guess we were looking at different places and having conversations with realtors. That's a better, better way to say it. So there was this one place that we were, you know, in conversation with a realtor on and uh, it was really clear that the owner wasn't like super anxious to sell it. It wasn't like he was like, this needs to be sold tomorrow. Like he wasn't um, really motivated to sell. But we just kind of kept that in, in our mind and we kept our, our eye on it. We went to the UP in July and the trip was really an, an, odd, an odd trip, but uh, we found ourselves with too much time on our hands for our liking. And we were in an area that was actually far more remote than what we knew going into it. And so we decided to spend the day to drive over to this house that we had been looking at. And when we went to go look at it, we realized that there was no sign in the driveway. And we're like, well, this is weird because this house is for sale and there's no for sale sign. So my husband and my son got out and they just kind of like peeked around the house and you could tell that people were there, but it just didn't make sense because it was listed, but there was no um, for sale sign in the yard. And so through that little peeking around, we realized that it was listed as an Airbnb and it was like, whoa, like this place is listed as an Airbnb, which is what we want to do, which means it's ready to go for that. And and it also meant, you know, it's listed as an Airbnb, so, or, you know, rental that, um, you know, maybe, maybe he wasn't going to sell anymore. And so, you know, we, we just, were just really interested at this point. And so we talked to the realtor when we get back, he confirmed that it was listed as a rental and, you know, basically said, it's going to be hard to visit because you'd have to work around the rentals. And so there was only like a, a two day window, um, in the month of August where we could actually get there and to see it again, he wasn't really motivated to sell. It was making the realtor's job very difficult because he had a hard time showing it because there was always people there. Right? So we had this two day window where we could rent it and, and go stay at it. Cause we really wanted to stay at it. And so basically it would mean that we would just stay a night at it. <clears throat> 
And so we kept toying with this. And I said, well, if we're going to go up there, like, I want to make it like a trip. I want to stay someplace nice the first night. And so I'm like, why don't you check it, check out the room and see if they have a room? Well, they were completely booked up. And so I'm like, I don't know, where are we going to stay? You know, it's not like there's a lot of places to stay. We need to stay somewhere one night, you know, to be up there and then stay there the next night. And so we were just kind of like hemming and hawing about it. And I said, fine, I'm going to make a decision. I'm going to teach my class. That's what I was planning on doing. I'm going to teach my class. And so the minute that I announced this class that I was teaching, um, he gets a phone call from Rome in saying, hey, we just had a cancellation. We can get you in. And so it was like, okay, that's our sign. We are going. So we decided to go. And as we were driving up, we knew that there was already people that were interested in it. And there, they, there had already been an offer at one point, And then there was another people that were interested in it and they were going to do a second look the same time that we were there. So that's why we couldn't go there the day before. Like they were there to do a second look. And so anyway, we're like, you know what? It's, it's going to work out the way that it's meant to work out. Okay, here's what we knew that we loved about it. We knew that it was, you know, gorgeous, that it was fully furnished, ready to go, that it was ready to rent. It was already renting and showing that people uh, really liked the area and liked the space. Um, it was on an amazing lake. It was next to uh, incredible trailheads for snowmobiling, for ranger riding, for four-wheeling. It was 15, 20 minutes from Munising, which I love that area. It was near bike and cross country trails. It was super close to this cute little gas station, uh, UP store. And it was also only 12 miles from Adam's parents' cabin, which was also a signpost for me because when we bought our house here, one of the biggest signposts for me was how close it was to my parents and that it only took us 12 minutes to get to my parents' house. And so when I saw that, I was like, wow, this is this is also a signpost. And it also fit the grander plan for me to be able to have, you know, local retreats. Well, not really local because it is, you know, several hours away from me, but to be able to have, you know, some low-key femme gathering spaces. Okay. So, so anyway, as we were, um, driving up there, we were just feeling all the feelings of like, Oh my gosh, I can't believe that we're going to go check this out. We're actually going to see if the, this is a thing. And I said, okay, I am asking for the biggest sign of all signs. God, like I want you to show me what you got. I want, I want the biggest sign that this is like, this is where we're supposed to go. This is where we're supposed to be. And so the whole time in the car, like it is like angel love everywhere, right? It's like the, the, the 11, 11, the one 11, the two, 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 the three, 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 the four, 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 the five, five, five. Like it was nonstop of just those, those universe kisses, you know, it's no better way to put it. And when we got to the Roman, I was like, I'm going to go for a walk. And he's like, well, good luck. It just started raining. Well, actually he got up and he was going to go with me. He's like, well, it just started raining. I was like, oh, okay, well. Well, then I guess we'll just kind of cozy up and just kind of wait it out. And it wasn't too long and the rain stopped. And I'm like, oh, okay. He's like, he's like, you can go for your walk now. And so we've both started getting ready. And he looks out and he's like, you got to come see this. And so we go out on our patio, which is, it's right across the road. So when you're staying at the Roman, you can like look out at Lake Superior, but there's a road in the way. And then, you know, then there's Lake Superior. 
and there's all these people out there taking pictures and I look up and it is the most incredible rainbow. And I was like, wow, if that's not a sign of all signs, I don't know what is like, that is pretty amazing. So I just felt so giddy because it was like, you know, just a sign of such love. And I'm like, oh my gosh, like that is incredible. I'm feeling it. We had the best night that night. We had an amazing dinner. And so we got up in the morning, uh, ready to go there. And of course we couldn't check in until, until later on. Um, but we got to the house and we're both just like, yep, <laughs> like this is it. And so we were out in the hot tub that night and I said, so like, what do you feel? And he's like, what do you feel? And we both just, the only way we knew how to describe it is A, it felt like home and B, the deal was already done. Like the deal was already done. Yes, there was paperwork that needed to be taken care of, but this was already ours. And that feeling is the most incredible feeling when it comes to calling things in your life because it is the truth of all truth. And it's this feeling that no matter what obstacles come up, they're all just distractions. Now, remember I told you that there was other people that were looking at it that same day? They canceled. So like all, all these obstacles were already kind of like clearing up for us. And so the other thing that happened is that we realized that the, the house was no longer listed. Like it had come out of contract like that day. And so it was just really interesting because it was like obstacles removed, time to make the deal. And it felt so good. And so of course we had questions uh, for the owners and we just were not getting a good vibe from them whatsoever. We were getting this vibe of like, I don't really care if I sell this house or not. And so deal with it. And that's obviously not how you want to go into a purchase. You know, you don't want to go into a purchase where one side doesn't feel good about it. You both want to feel good about it because ultimately when you're buying a house, you want to feel like, you want to feel like you matter and you want to be seen as a person, right? And not just a deal. And so there was a little bit of friction there. And I just thought, you know what? This is the time for us to lean back. This is not a time for us to push. This is not a time for us to, you know, like try to like bully our way into getting our way. Like this truly is a time to lean back. And I think I even said like, you know, he needs to have his Jesus moment, right? Like he needs to have his Jesus moment and be like, yep, this is, this feels good to me. And so I think we leaned back for like a couple weeks and then we heard back from the owner. He was ready to work with us. He was ready to make the deal. And from there, I think we put our offer in on 9-9, which was, you know, the portal. And it was like seamless, absolutely seamless. Everything was seamless. It felt so good. Uh, it, it, we have an amazing relationship with the owners. Uh, and the other thing is like, there were so many things that we didn't know how to do. Like we've never ran an, uh, a rental property before. How are we going to find help? You know, that we are, you know, five hours away from this place. How are we going to find help? It's not like Adam's parents there are there, you know, all the time. Uh, we're going to need to have people that we can trust. We're going to need to have the right maintenance support, the right cleaning support. And these are all things that will stop somebody from moving forward because they're like, I don't know how to, how these things are going to line up. Like, how is that going to be possible that these things are going to line up for me? 
And so literally this is where the how just works itself out. It's like, you will not know how to do it. And eventually when the time is right, the how will figure it out, will figure itself out, or you will figure it out because the time is right. And so in this situation, it's like everything just lined up. Like we have the most amazing support team. It just fell into place, like seriously fell into place. Um, we wondered, you know, how are we going to manage this at a distance? We figured that out. Um, well, we like running a rental property. Turns out my husband really does. He's really into it. He's trying it on. He's really liking it. Um, you know, it's just like, how, 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 how are we going to make these things? And it's like, again, I said this before, you can only know these things. You can only become these things when they are things. And so there's just certain things that you'll never know how to do until you actually are doing them. And then you're learning. This is when you're on the field. This is the art of being okay with not knowing and trust that you will grow into it and trust that if you're an energetic match for something like this, you're absolutely an energetic match for the details of how this is going to work. So if we're an energetic match for this purchase, if we're an energetic match for this property, we are absolutely an energetic match for all the details that come with this. And so, um, you know, when I look back on this, and I'm sure there's things that happened that I'm even forgetting to tell you because truly it was one of those things where it's like, I like so many pinch me moments of like, you're on the right path. This is exactly what's for you. Like so many things. And keep in mind, like this wasn't a knee jerk reaction. This place we had looked at for probably over a year, right? So there was an evolution to just this place alone. There was many conversations leading up to it. Um, but the actual process in itself like when it's a match, it is so seamless. And we knew too that even though a huge part of us knew that the deal was already done, of course there's like the ego part that's like, well, you know, what if this doesn't happen? Like, what if you're wrong? And I just really always ground myself in the energy of like, I'm meant to feel this way for a reason. Like I can't fake this feeling. I wish I felt this way on so many other things that I want because it is such a clean energy when you just know. It's like the cleanest, purest energy. It is such a pure frequency for that energetic match. But if it did, however, fall through or it didn't happen, then I reach for the higher truth of that's God's protection right? So any, uh, any type of rejection is God's protection and, or it's just a sign that we pivot, right? That we, that we have a change in direction. So, um, the rejection is either protection or an offering for redirection. That's it. I don't make it mean like, oh, I'm not worthy of this. It's not my time. Like I'm, must not be good enough. Like, no, 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 no. There's no room for shame here. It just is a match or it's not a match. And if it's not a match, then we have to trust that there, this is an offering for you. So, uh, when I look back on 
like the process of this, like this unfolding, you know, it really took us to be clear on what we wanted. When we, when we officially became clear and the wishy-washy energy of maybe here, maybe there, we don't know. When that was gone and we were clear and we were all three of us, you know, my husband and my son tracking for we're going to have a place in the UP, it, that's when, that's when the fun really started, right? That's when it became very real that this is happening. And then also, right, there's, there's the pursuit part, which is the masculine energy, which is where you're making the phone calls, you're, you're making the visits, you're, you're doing, you're, you're doing the work of the pursuit, but there's also the feminine, right? Which is when you know to lean back which is when you know that you're so much better off doing nothing and giving it back to God. Like I'm going to lean back now. My job is done. I took that step and now it's my time to lean back. So when we said that we were interested and we wanted to move forward, but we were not met with like, Hey, yeah, let's do it. We're like, okay, we're just gonna lean back until he's ready. And when he's ready, then we'll both be ready. And of course, when you're leaning back or when you're in the void, you know, when you're like, is this happening? Is this not happening? I don't know if it's going to happen. Like we have to keep the faith. And our faith really came from that place of like the deal is already done. Like that's, that was what we told ourselves. Like the deal is already done. It felt like home. We cannot deny how we felt when we were there. That feeling, that is the potent a part of this process is just knowing. And when you have that feeling, it eradicates any irrational fears or rational fears, right? It kind of takes off these things that were like, oh, is this going to work out? It's like, I felt what I felt and I cannot deny what I felt. So I'm just going to keep trusting what I felt. And then of course, asking for signs, asking for those signposts along the way, like show me I'm on the right place. Show me I'm on the right track. And, you know, being willing to, when we write these stories, when we write these stories of incredible uh, boosts in our life, incredible upgrades in our lives, like going into different places, like we want to write the story, being really proud of who we are in hindsight. And so when it came to this, like it's making a deal in integrity. It's making a deal where we are honoring that this is a relationship that gets to continue. It doesn't have to be this you know, brash way of making deals. It's like, let's make deals in a way that feels really good and expansive for both of us. So I will leave you with this. Like if you ever feel the energy of it's already taken care of, like, please, please, please surrender into that. Like surrender into that and watch the ease and flow that follows. That is like, I, like I said, I wish I felt that every single day like authentically, right? Like really just felt that. And so a lot of times, right, we have to do more work for that. But when we don't have to work for it, when it's just there and it just saturates us, it's so fun to play into that. It's like, oh my gosh, it's like literally playing the slot machine and being like, that's how it feels. It's like, it's done. It's like you feel beyond lucky. It's like, wow, this is truly, truly, truly happening. And so we, you know, at this point, like we're still very much calibrating to these next steps because 
when we bought it, we wanted to honor the bookings that were there and it was already booked through this summer, which means, you know, we're not going to be spending tons of time up there in 2024. Um, we have to calibrate to that. And so by 2025, right, we will have more, um, I guess, more authority or, or however I want to say that over the calendar so we can be really marking off stuff. And that's when I visualize that the retreats will have, will be able to come into play, right? So it's like, we have to calibrate to that. It's not something that can just snap our fingers and be done. It's like, okay, like we have agreements that we want to honor. And then as we move through those agreements and we look into 2025, we can create more space and say, okay, so what do we, what do we visualize? How do we want to use it? How much time do we want to spend up here? The amazing thing, you guys, for those of you who have been with me for a long time, you know that I have struggled with internet issues, you know, for since day one, you know, since day one, I, you know, left my corporate job and decided to do this online business. Of course, I was still seeing clients at that point, but, um, and the internet has been such a struggle that I have another office that I, that I use, uh, just to have quality internet access. And this place has far better internet than what we do here. Like, how is that even possible? How does a place in the Upper Peninsula have far better internet than what I do here? It's wild. But anyway, so I love that idea. I love the idea of being able to um, continue life uh, when we're there. That would be my ideal situation. And that was part of the manifestation is like, I want a home away from home. Like when I am there, I, I want to be able to continue to live my life as I would here. So of course that means that I need to put a gym up there too. That's something that I've been uh, talking about. It's like, okay, you know that I get a huge chunk of that garage for the gym because if this is going to be home away from home, then I need to be able to do my workouts like I would do here. So, and again, it doesn't happen to have to happen tomorrow because we're still calibrating. So one of the first things that I did do um, was make sure that there was, you know, non-toxic cleaners, gave all the pots and pans a big upgrade, got rid of anything with fragrances, you know, just did those deep cleaning to get rid of anything that was just toxic and, and no good. And, and I know that not everybody appreciates that, but it was important for me to be, um, to be on brand in that way. Like this is, this is what we consider home away from home. And I would not allow these things in my home here and I'm not going to allow them here. So there's still so much more, you know, things that we can do and we will do in the future to, you know, in different enhancements that bring our personal touch. But what we loved about this is that it was ready to go. It was already renting. It was already ready to go. And it's, you know, really nice as it is. And so everything else that we do will just be just fun enhancements. Like one of the things that we want to do um, sometime soon is building an outdoor kitchen for it, which I think would just be so lovely. So that is a major, major fun and lovely update from me. Uh, it was amazing because I was able to share this with the women at the Sedona retreat because it was all happening uh, around that time. We had just, you know, um, basically put in the offer and, you know, got the acceptance and all of that stuff. And so it was so fresh on my mind. And so it was so fun to go into the energy and to be able to share that with the women and tell them the story. It was just really amazing to, uh, to be around people who are celebrating each other in this way. And so, 
Um, my homework for you is that I want you to think about what have you called into your life that leaves you awestruck? Because a lot of times um, we are so removed from this that we don't even pay attention to the fact that what we have, we once wanted. And now we have it. And I think one of the easiest ways to become awestruck again, like if we are in a place where it's difficult to feel that authentic, like just being awestruck with our lives, it's like if we close our eyes and we imagine certain elements to be gone, it can, it'll bring gratitude raging right back for what we have. And so when we think about this, like everything that we have, we, we have created like we have been an energetic match for. And so this is amazing. You have done this. You have wanted things and now they are here. So I just make that list. And if you feel yourself really stuck in stuck and not feeling gratitude, right? You got to find your way back to that gratitude. And an easy way to do that is being like, okay, if this was all gone, how would I feel? Like if everything was just gone, how would I feel? Terrible, right? Like You'd be so appreciative of everything that you have. And so making that list and really allowing yourself to feel that beam of light in you as you recognize all the amazing things that you have done, that you have had a say that you have wanted and it came. And also it's really fun to recognize the elements of the story. You know, as this was unfolding, I was just dropping in notes to myself because I knew at some point I would tell this story and I was like I don't want to forget all the little details that happened because there were so many little details that were telling us like it's time to press on the gas and time to step on the brake time to press on the gas time to step on the brake right like it's time to go it's time to lean back and there were so many signposts that were guiding that whole process and there were so many miracle moments throughout it so I, I love really acknowledging that on the pursuit of having it. And then I also want you to think about what is it that you want right now, but you're too afraid to try it on. Like you really want to get into whatever it is, but you are afraid that you won't actually like it once you get it. And you tell yourself that if you do that, then you've wasted money, you've wasted time, you wasted energy, like that was silly. So what do you want right now, but you're too afraid to try it on? And then what can you do to go try something on? What have you been wanting to try on? And instead of resisting it, you just go try it on. Because when we try it on, that's how we get closer to the real thing. And maybe it is the real thing. Maybe it's just a phase. But as we try it on, we're like, yes, I really like this part of it, but I don't really like so much of this. It really helps us become clear on what we want. So with that, I'm inviting you all to elevate your dreams this year. That is my word of the year. Elevate. It's like, I loved 2023 so much and I want to do that all over again times a million like let's go let's dream let's trust let's grow let's elevate in your own way of course all right love to you all bye
Thank you, thank you, thank you for tuning in to today's episode. If you loved your time with me, please subscribe and leave me a review on iTunes so I can keep bringing you the good stuff. And then come say hello and be part of the conversation by joining me in our private Facebook group, Fiercely.